Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, boys, men, women, children of all ages, all the way live, hailing from L.A., California, yay, home of the palm trees and chronic leaves, some call it Grand Zilla or Top Chef Tony, I call it the champion they say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine though whatever it seem to take They say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine, it's about to Little bit of jewelry on, no choke chain though Couple rocks here and there but no rainbow Turn off the lights, it's the same glow as chopper high beam through your room all right, what's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and of course, I have my road dog with me, Rocky. What's going on, Rocky? What's going on, Jarrell? Today we have a really special guest. I know we always have some really special They're guests, all special. but she is real special. Yeah. I love it. Stop. I'm gonna Jennifer Tia Tosi. Tia, right? Yeah, it, We're going that way? It is. It's Tia Tosi. It really is. It started with like my nieces and nephews, like Tia, 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 and I love being Tia, but Tosi, when she came through, it was just another kind of goddess that Jennifer didn't really have any kind of scope or understanding to, you know? Yes. So when Tosi came through, Jennifer kind of went out the window and something else started to resonate in the nature of a goddess. Right. And so what we really kind of want to um, uh, talk about really is how that connection of spirituality and cannabis comes together, at least for you. And Absolutely. you can explain that to us a little bit more um, because I know that uh, there is some sort of a connection there uh, when you're Hardcore. definitely getting, yeah. So. Hardcore. The majority of us come across cannabis as um, a way to uplift, right? We're looking to uplift spirit. We're lip, looking to uplift heart, mind, and something starts to happen when we start consuming on a regular basis. Um, yes, it probably is the fact that we're healing that endocannabinoid system and also like kind of shooting those guys wide open and allowing them to receive more messaging from spirit, maybe more terpenes from fruits. You know, something starts happening with what we consume and how we're consuming it. Like it really does change the way we start eating. We start eating more greens because we are craving greens, right? It's, it's those terpenes that are naturally present. But then what starts happening when you kind of start cleansing your body of like heavy metals and animal protein is that um, there's that decalcification that starts to happen around this area. Um, and it is the third eye kind of opening up and awakening from THC. You know, there are people that think that aliens um, brought us cannabis many, many millennia ago. Does it, people really think that? Yeah, yeah. That's when, <laughs> there is actually like um, an Egyptian script where it's like the plant cannabis and it's talking about how it aids in um, pregnancy and giving birth and being a mother hmm. and how much that means when you are consuming cannabis nowadays as a mother. You are able to teach your children things that you wouldn't even have ever thought possible to teach your kids, right? I remember when it went recreational, I had stopped teaching. I was a teacher. And it went recreational and I waited till July 1st where I could tell my kids that it's legal and I could just be open about it instead of them having to hide it from their teachers or whatnot. Mm. Um, I came home and I pulled out all the herbs. I was like, smell which one of these your body craves. And you know, mm. it was oregano, parsley, all, all the herbs. 
and, and I had a jar of cannabis next to all of them and they were like, gross, gross, gross. <laughs> Everything was gross. And I go, right now all of this is gross, but one day your body is going to crave these spices, crave these herbs into your diet and you're going to start to add them when you feel naturally, you know, naturally called to it. It's true because I used to hate a lot of spices. A lot of cilantro. I couldn't stand it now. I absolutely love cilantro. I mean, yeah. it's one of my absolute favorites. We're growing all of our herbs right now, and it's a whole other. It's a whole other realm being able to grow your own herbs and pick them and cook with them. Um, it's it's almost like an ancient way of foraging, right? When they right. used to go into the woods and eat whatever was available to them. We saw that. It got scary here, right? We went yes. to the grocery stores. We couldn't find shit. So. That will never happen to me ever again. That's how I felt like that. I was in complete loss of control when everyone started taking all the food from the grocery stores. So it even made me like fast forward and start thinking right now, what can I do to change my mentality right now? Um, and it did have more to go within, you know, when everyone was fighting, being in quarantine, it was like, this is the, this is the time that we're being given to go within and really figure out our shit because I don't think it's any more about the light fighting the dark. I think now it's that yin and yang and it's that balance where everyone's going to bring in their dark and how it's going to balance out their light because all of us have it. We see what's happening in the world. We see the dark. We see our light and right. we see we can't really compete with their dark. So what happens now is we have to call our dark side to come into play into with our light. So we're not going into our dark. We've been there. We're never going back there ever again. Because like, if we survived that feeling once, and we're talking about mental health, right? Because it's the, it's the root of it all. But if we survived that feeling once, we know that it was temporary, and you know that now we're coming into a new coming of age. So what has been said and what has been predicted since the beginning of time, so we're talking now a second calendar since we were just talking ancient cultures, is that there was going to be a time in this time that a golden age would be happening where a shift would be happening for the better. And what was going to need to happen on the earth for that shift to take change was creators and divinators taking charge. We are those creators. We're, you're doing it right now. You're creating out of nothing. You are divinators. So that means you have recognized the God within you. You've recognized the God within you. And now you're creating life. Like literally at this table right here in this room, we are gods and goddesses creating life. So the more of us recognize that, the more of us being each other, the more of us also come into realization of it. And what's going to happen is it's going to be a global shift unlike anything ever has seen before. That's the energy that's happening right now. It's an energy we can't understand. It's an energy that is giving us a lot of turmoil because it's, it's so confusing. It's so effed up. We're seeing and hearing it all. We have to see it and hear it all. This was the time for us to be here. And we chose to be here at this time for this shift. It wouldn't be able to happen if we weren't here. I noticed that a lot of like the cannabis community just went ham on buying cannabis. Like the cannabis uh, industry did not suffer whatsoever during this um, corona it was outbreak. It's, it's essential as fuck. Yeah. Right. Was so I didn't, nobody really like, I, we definitely saw it. I definitely didn't suffer. I did, I definitely, you know, I did all of the, um, the essential work and you were on the front lines. on the front lines and it never stopped. And right now, like companies are pulling record numbers. 
Oh, I know it. During this time. I know and it. And I think it has a lot to do with people's mental health and not wanting to do, you know, overload on those opioids and stuff like that. So how can they bring that spirituality into that too in their smoking routines? That is probably the best part about this time for me is that Tosi really came into light during this time because I was getting, um, and social media to me is a very new part to my life. I just turned 40 and I've never had any of it. So to start with social media at this time in my life was a necessity. So people started DMing me from everywhere. I'm talking about all over the world, from Portugal, that they were seeing Tosi in meditation, from India, um, other parts, you remember other parts? It was just really random stuff of people saying that they were getting um, like her in meditation, and when they searched her, I was the only thing that was coming up. And I was like, great, were you trying to ask her about your power, your feminine power, or your meditation? And all of them were always hands down. So what we started doing was just talking more about meditation and talking more about getting off. Um, so I had one, one friend in particular that I made that was actually in uh, a mental institution. And he was suffering with bouts of schizophrenia for his whole life. He had it, he didn't, he had it, he didn't. And I was like, it's funny when I read about schizophrenia that it is like everything I have gone through for always. <laughs> like I almost think if you don't have multiple versions of yourself, something is wrong with you. If you don't have a million voices coming at you at, in one day, there is something else going on. It's more about tuning in and aligning them because they really do align. They know each other well. And when we take opiates, they stop communicating and they, they're fighting. They fight each other. They don't know how to talk to each other. Right. But this plant. Tell us. Preach it, girl. So I started telling this friend in Portugal about CBD and I said, do you have access to CBD? And he goes, I think I can order it online. I'm like, yeah, you really can. And if you can get any form of CBD right now to your system, get it. Because you're trying to get off these opiates. You're going to need major healing done to those endocannabinoids. And I wish more people knew about CBN, which I'm sure you guys oh, have had yeah. brilliant yeah. people. CBN, come on, yeah. guys. CBN in our body is functioning <coughs> like a stem cell. Mm -hmm. It's not preventative. It's restorative. Like, come on. So bring all those heavy hitters into play. And let's start talking about healing the world because these kids, and when I'm saying kids is... To me, they're like second wave star seeds. Like, I think we are, we came here to like, hey, let's blow shit up. Let's fucking open our eye. Let's smoke this plant that is making us all communicate and all love in the only, it's the only universal language is love. Yeah. One love, right? And there's a reason why those people that have come before us that have spread the same message were literally shot down. They have literally been shot down because they're spreading the one love message and it's so contagious. This plant is the one that's doing it. And the plant is so easy. It's so easy to love. It's easy to grow. It's easy to smoke. It's easy to extract. I mean, this plant does it all. There is absolutely no reason why people from Portugal and from India should be left in the dark. It's illegal in India, but yet their main god smokes it. Right? right. My homie from India was like, oh, my god smokes weed. Oh. You wear a bindi every day? My God has a third eye. I know that. I know that. We should all know that. Right. Totally. And I feel like it's it's the part of the spiritual part of the plant. Ooh, excuse me. The spiritual part of the plant um, for me is like when I do smoke, I can get a clear head. 
and then I can start thinking a little bit more clear because I think there's a lot of bad thoughts yeah. and a lot of things that cloud yeah. and it's almost like my release mm -hmm. because for a moment there I could just relax and my mind gets a little bit more relaxed. Mm -hmm. So I start releasing a lot of that ne negative energy. Yeah. I can feel that shit when I smoke. Like it's, it, so if, well, if that's it, actually what it does scientifically is it actually allows your brain to focus in on a single line of thought and kind of shut everything else down and like calm your, like your whole brain into like just kind of a meditative state. Then you can focus on a thought. That's why you get these crazy conversations that sound like yeah. the greatest idea ever. Yes. You know, because some... it is in that moment. It is right. perfect. And you're enjoying life. You know right. What I mean? yeah. so. That's the way I feel. And I feel like that connection is humongous yeah. for me. It's not only a medical situation. It's a spiritual situation for me it, as well. It really is. It, it really does where everything does become one. Where you understand yourself, your heart, your brain, your hands, your feet. I mean, I can dance better when I'm high. Right. Shit, I could probably pay, play a mandolin high. I would love it. Can know. you do that? Can you please take up the mandolin? ASAP. We have one. Please. Shush. Please start playing I mean, that sucker. But look at what's happening, right? Artists, musicians. I mean, like, really, the people that are really indulging and really coming into, like, their most genuine self. The, that, that's us. That's who's going to change the world. Like we're all vibrating on this different frequency. And like when all of us start vibrating at this frequency, we just level up. Like it's just the natural thing that happens. So like if you start having experiences with aliens in your dreams, you're having experiences with aliens, period. Like your dreams could be future memories, but they also could be you crossing dimensions at night. Like maybe you've like... You fucking have bunkered down with lucid dreams and you know how to get down with them. Like for real, shit is happening in our dreams and we really need to be attentive about it. Whether it's going to bed with an intention or waking up understanding that there has been something downloaded that was mega, you know, just mega shit. And if we're doing this in our homes, then this is also happening to our children. Our children are also leveling up because we are on that vibration. So when people come to your house and they don't want to leave, Good shit. Don't let them leave. That is Vibe Tribe. They've been looking for you your whole fucking life and they finally found you. Don't let them go home. Right. <laughs> right, that's funny. I feel that same way about you, but you have a curfew. For always. <laughs> yeah, for you're always. <laughs> you're the bomb, girl. All, all good things end, but also all good things will come again. Yeah. You know? Such an important thing to start thinking about when we start laying off what our doctors are shoving down our throat and really start taking off with this plant that we know heals. Right. Like what else do you need to know about it? What's yeah. your problem with psychoactivity? Like I'm psychotic half my day. This shit calms me down. There's nothing like it. Absolutely nothing like it. So start exchanging energy with people that feel the same way about the plant, you know? Like, who wants to be hanging out with someone who's smoking themselves silly? Not, they're not that fun. All they do is lay on your couch and say nothing. You know, it's time to talk about shit. Talk about mental health, because we're all here. Talk about racism, because we're all here. Talk about sex and fluidity, because we're all fucking here. Right, real talk, yeah. Uh, Jarrell and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like, people need to be having more conversations mm -hmm. 
about life. You know what I mean? Because it is what it is. Like, yes. we live in this shit, so we, why not talk about it? Right. And I think it's something that it, it keeps us out of touch mm-hmm. with each other. Every time, even when you're saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, you know, call, call you back. I'll see you later. I'm going to keep in touch with you. It's so nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Half of that's bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? More right. than half of that is bullshit. Right. And sometimes I would wish somebody would be like, listen, I'm going to try my best to get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. But if I don't hang, man, please try and get back a hold of me. Because yeah, I'm real, real bad shit. with communication. Or, and I think you're a dope fucking person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I don't okay. want you to think I'm like a fucking asshole <laughs> that doesn't want to get back in touch with you. I would rather somebody say that shit to me than, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, it, is it a bad thing to say... Man, I'm probably I probably won't see you for a while, but when I see you, I'm gonna see you. I holler at you, like, or I probably won't talk to you for a while. So you know, it is what it is. Um, that's not a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. being real. You know, but it's not. Or like when you see them, half you... the time it's unspoken anyway. Yeah, yeah, it right. just is, and then you pick right back up where whenever you talk next. Yeah, doesn't yes. matter how long. This guy's a perfect example. Yeah, we've known him since he was before he was 21. You know, oh, yeah. we were 20 years old. We were smoking out with him back in those days. <laughs> but the thing is, is we haven't talked in a year. But all of a yeah. sudden, he's back on our doorstep, and this is tribe. You pick up where you leave off. Who the fuck, Matt? Who? Where? Who? Where have you been? Gentlemen, introduce yourself. Yeah. You're so oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, Mike, I'm Isidro. Okay, so Isidro, um, you worked in the industry, right? I worked in the industry, yeah. It's where you and I met. Yes. And um, from there, that's where you guys and... We met at the Grove, right? Yeah, you and I met at the yes, Grove. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I know I have short time. And we met at Planet time. 13. I was doing a pop-up. Oh, okay. Last minute pop-up. Cool. I knew like 30 minutes before I had to go. That's how they play it. <laughs> well, that's not true. Because he actually had went in, I had went into the apothecarium with with my wife uh-huh. Linda, and I say hi. Hi. First appearance on the podcast. I love this story so much because I've only heard it once. So um, I go in there and I'm not a big vape smoker, mm-hmm. but I wanted to have something that was a little bit more convenient for work, etc. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Hey, you know, I just want something that's going to be nice, blah, blah, blah. I don't want, you know, I mm. get really bad headaches with a lot of vapes. So help me out. And she went into a real medicinal oh, man. I was her bartender. And then I bought a little bud uh, and I bought um, a vape cartridge, which I liked very, very much. Can and you it was believe chocolate. that? I fucking blew away the butt tender of the motherfucking year, okay? There you go. But like they shouldn't do social media, you know? <laughs> but they shouldn't do social media. I'm here now. Yes, you are. <laughs> Look her up for sure. She's a wibble snubble. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about tribe, though, right? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. talk about fucking tribe. Boom. Yeah. You know, you just, you know when you're in good energy with people. Mm-hmm. The minute you walk through the door, mm-hmm. you don't feel tensed up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? You yeah. know immediately when something is not, you know, is yep. a weird situation. And I wanted to talk to you about this, actually, now that we're... Oh, my Ooh! God! Yes, yes, <laughs> oh yes, yes, okay. pinkies up. So, I have this okay. thing where when I run into people, and I've had it ever since I was a child. Yes, yes. Like, I could pick up some real bad, like, the mm. negative energy really, really badly. What like, right saying? in their eyes. Like, in their eyes. I don't want you to leave without crystals on you. From this day forth, don't okay. leave this house without a crystal on you. Continue. So, I, so like, <laughs> when I run into people, I'll know right away. Oh, 100. Just by, like, being with them for a few minutes, I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. There's a really bad energy. It's a negative energy. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the same way. Say? I algo. Uh, yeah. I when they leave, I when she leaves, I always say, I algo. And she knows that means that there's something, something with that person. Mm. Like I can feel that vibe. Right here. Same. Yeah. Same. It must be so hard for him to be married to me because I'm like, love, 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 love. I'm pulling them all in. I love you all. And he's like, damn, this one's going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> sure as shit. I'm like crying. Like, he was such an asshole. You know. Yes. I'm so blinded by love. But yes, you see it right away too. Yes. Yeah. It's real weird. But it's 100% spot on. I've never had a situation where that shit's never been spot on. Uh, 100%. So this is the first time in my life that I'm listening to that intuition as well. Because the only time that I have fucked my shit up is when I don't listen to my intuition. So like, I'm going to start listening to that. And I have. And what started happening this past year, really more than any other year. Like, 2019 was solid and that it kicked my ass real fucking good once and for all I feel like because what started happening was that um I was calling bullshit a lot faster now like I was just like it was just coming out of my mouth I couldn't even I couldn't keep my mouth shut and so I could not keep a job in the industry to save my life and I am so grateful for it because now I know how strong my ethical like morals and values are and now I know that I know I stand for injustice even when it's not happening to me. I stand for injustice just because it's happening to someone else and I can. That. So I know who I am. I know that I'm not going to compromise the integrity of who I am. I'm also not going to compromise the integrity of the flower that I'm smoking. So you're out there using pesticides and eradicators. Fuck you for putting that shit into my life and into my lungs and making my people hurt more and feel more. Um, really. You really need to go to organic growing, organic measures of killing those little pests. I mean, come on. They've been out there forever. So stop using pesticides in your shit to make more money off of us because you're going to get our money. <laughs> Who That's very you? true. Yeah, forever. Shout out to GLP. forever. Good job. No till soil. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, love you so much, dude. Oh, thank you so much for thinking of me tonight. Oh yeah, no, and then too, girl, I always see you at all the other stuff, the normal meetings and I know. stuff. That's like I've been, I fight my anxiety so much to go out to those things. I yeah. feel real push through my shit. Like you're gonna go out, you're gonna consume a lot of energy, but then you're gonna sage the fuck out of yourself before you enter your house, and it's gonna be all right. All right. You're gonna make it back home. just get out there like if you feel strong about a cause get out there your throat chakra is it's ready to be heard so many of us have been choked out for so long and right now is your time to talk because we are fucking listening especially if you are a person of color talk 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 yeah absolutely i 100 percent agree with that 100 percent thank you for saying that because me and rocky been trying to push that like so hard for so long why are people so scared to talk about it i don't know People are racist. No, I know, but you know that. Why are they scared to talk We all know that there's a backlash behind a lot of that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because we work in the industry. Oh, hundred percent. And the industry is built right now on a corporate backbone here. Right. So whether or not we're like, yeah, we really love the organic part of it. That's why, again, we talk about states that are a little bit more organic, 
with their uh, marijuana usage and like how they, growth standards and growth are standards and things of that nature. It's so much more advanced. So I feel like you know. This industry can definitely learn to step it up, yeah, and then open up that, uh, open up the doors more for, hundred percent, you know, people of color in the cultivation industry and the chefs in the industry and you know all, all the people it. working in the bud tending industry. What is the holdup? That is the question. All of it, you know. Yeah. Let's get our homies out of jail. Let's start with eradicating some bullshit things on their record, yeah. get them out of jail. Like, how is it possible that my homie's sitting in jail for what I just did right now? You know, yeah. like, no, let's start with eradicating those records, giving those people opportunities in the industry and let's see what happens. And I feel like it's a, it's, it's a brand new industry. So they have the opportunity to do it right. Mm -hmm. Like not fuck this up. Yep. And they have an opportunity to, to right a lot of wrongs. Yep. So, um, it's just telling when they, they don't take advantage of their opportunity. 100. And not only they don't take advantage of it, but they continue to to keep the same system in place that like disadvantage people. You know what I mean? So oh, 100%. It, it's just fucked up, you know. It's very fucked up. And you know what? We're we're in it now. We've gone into the third year of it, you know, being full wreck. So time will tell. That is what mm -hmm. you know, if they're going to try to rectify the situation and make this a conversation and say that they're listening, then they have action to do, and if they don't in a year, a year or two, I give it a year or two, a year or two, and the people will have enough, and they have a revolution on their hands, and then it's all done. Well, I mean, I mean, honest. That goes without saying. Even go vote. Yes, yeah. come Fucking on. People vote, my yeah. gosh. If come there's any on. time in life that you need to, you don't even have to get off your couch. Go ahead and mail that in. You know mail what I'm saying? It like. In. Honestly, if there's a voice that needs to be said, and then not only that, keeping that in mind, we are the government. Mm -hmm. We are the government. If we are the power, we are really, guys. Just every other country exudes that power. Yeah. Um, in spades. Yep. Lebanon will be a really good example of that. You know what I mean? You overthrow oh. your government. You do the things that you have to do. You just got to make your voice heard. Yeah. You know, it, wherever it is that you can make your voice heard, do, do it. Do it. Do yeah. it. Enough is enough. We're at it. We're here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We appreciate that you said that, girl. Because you know what? It's a lot of things that you're right. You're like, you're afraid. people are afraid of saying a lot of things. You know what I mean? People are afraid of talking about a lot of things in the industry. Um, but I feel like, you know, there's still a small portion of that that can still have yeah, its organic dude. roots on it. Oh, I hope and so. And like, just... Don't compromise Amen. the integrity of the yeah. bud for your corporate greed, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, I know, for sure. Like, our people have been smoking this shit since we were. This is a part of our DNA. So to have more minorities in jail over cannabis charges than white men, why? Why? We've had this in our DNA structure since for always. You can find us in fossils with cannabis inside of us, you know? <laughs> Fuck off. You can definitely find my ancestors. For sure! <laughs> for sure. That's great. Oh my gosh. So how did you get into this industry? How did I get into the industry? I was a teacher. Yeah. Twas a teacher. Um, and Mike was like, hey, I think we should, you know, try to have an edible. But Mike, like, grew up a pothead. I did not. <laughs> I was, like, straight-edge Catholic girl, almost being a nun, like, 
just would not get me. Like, and if you smoked pot, like, I never even talked to you ever again. Like, mm. that was who I was. Like, because pot led to everything. In my family, anyways, pot led to everything. So I was not going to be caught dead smoking that loser shit. But then I got married, and I was a mother, and being high sounded so good, because being drunk didn't. I mean, that was a reality. I did not feel like being drunk. Drunk makes me feel stupid. So Mike brings home, like, a cookie, and he gives me, like, a little bite that his friend, like, got from an organic grower who, like, was a Ross. Like, they prayed to the gardens three days a week. Like, it was, like, for real 100% organic cookie from California, granola land. Like, for real. And that was it. There was no turning back then. And I already had two kids. That's how we started getting high. Yeah. Um, but I believed in it so much, I started telling the teachers about it. And so I started getting the teachers high. Like, <laughs> lesson planning is something else when you're high. Yeah, and then I started telling parents with kids who were being medicated about CBD, about Charlotte's Web. Um, I mean, come on. That's why not like a sitcom, you? like teacher turns or like <laughs> I selling weed to. or edibles yeah, yeah, I, I, want, I am, I'm like writing my, uh, I'm writing my sitcom. Yeah. It is, like everything that happens in my life is like a fucking there sitcom. Anyway. We're going to have to bleep that out so nobody so, steals your idea. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So I started getting this uh, bully principal, and I was like, you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to apply to the industry. Like I, so I kind of did it like as a fuck you to the school system, like try to put me in a box and put my mentality in a box and treat children like you can teach them, you know, in a fucking box. Like, hell no. I guarantee you those kids will never forget me as a librarian. <laughs> guarantee you. So yeah, there's a there's a time to like stand up for what's right. And I'm like, fuck it, if I can't teach these kids, the next best thing is like their parents or millennials, like the, the ones that are coming in fresh. So how am I gonna do that? I'm gonna work at a dispensary right when it turns legal. So I quit teaching in May and I got my job um, at Apothecarium in June. And I loved it, but tending, I mean, I got to butt-tend you guys. Yeah. But tending was the best shit because even if I didn't know the answer, I knew that I had something to look for. There's a saying, when you stop learning, you start dying. Mm-hmm. And I'm not dying anytime soon. Like, there's always something to learn. Oh, so yeah. that being in the industry really helped me to, to find answers when I didn't have them because you were dealing with really sick people. And then you were just dealing with, like, the overworked moms. Right. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool being in the industry. I'm going to turn recreational. I wouldn't change it for the world, for sure. July I don't even remember July 2017. It was like a blur. Yeah, July 2017. It was a blur. I waited in line three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, I racked it up, though. I was like, I'm taking a little bit of everything home today. That was was great. Those were great times. Those are, and Mike was so cute because he'd always be like, weed is legal. Like, he would just say it all the time, you I know? still say it, because it's like... He would get the... Sh- he grew up in Virginia. How fucking lucky are we? I know. He like, grew up in Virginia, so he said that by the time all they got... Virginia got the shit, it was all, like, dirt oh, skunk. God, it was, like, the worst, the worst of the shit. worst. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, to be able to just, like, have it be a regular part of your life, it's like... I think people will take it for granted still. Uh-huh. No. For sure. We're spoiled for sure. brats. No, we are. We're spoiled brats. But how could you not be? Yeah. Like, anybody under the age of, what, 25, never have to worry about, like, a street dealer. You can just wake up yeah. and walk yes. into a dispensary. Yeah. Like, my man over here. Yeah. Yeah, he had yeah. no idea how hard it was like growing up. to before it became legal. That's when I started oh, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing now? Let's see, John. Ooh, that's a little... Actually... No, I actually... Uh... If it's controversial, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh... 
<laughs> wasn't speaking up in a previous relationship, so that ended up going bad. So now I'm just focusing on my future, you know, going to school, I'm right. moving on up. I mean, I got back with my tribe, they take care of me. I mean, not take care of me, but you know. Yeah, I needed of course. That. So I came back to them, I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, dick. <laughs> so now I'm just like looking on up, looking forward. I'm going to be moving to Washington to start school and go on from there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we're all looking towards that green. That fresh oxygen. Mm. Us yeah. desert rats are drying out a little bit. We've been here a long time. Mm-hmm. You guys haven't been here long, right? I've been here 10 years. Jeez, I'm going back fast. Where are we going now? How many years now? I think this is four? Right? Yeah, four years. This is my whole life. Yeah, so I have 20 years. I'm ready. <laughs> my parents met here in UNLV in like 90, in 72. My grandparents actually met here on Fremont Street in like 47. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like I'm They go way back. Yes. The only reason I wasn't born here is because my dad was a Marine, so yeah. I was born yeah. elsewhere, but. I'm ready for mountainous regions, perhaps in <laughs> snow. A tad bit of a snowball fight outside mm-hmm. in the yard garden. No, not no. Bad. I have it snowed here in Vegas. I was scared to drive. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's, it's, I think people have this great picture of it because you've lived in like the desert, you don't see too much, and when you see it on TV, it just looks so beautiful. Yeah, it looks But romantic. that romantical feeling... It goes away fast. Goes away real quick <laughs> when your face feels like it's ready to crack right down the middle. <laughs> and or your car gets right, back. Oh, oh, you have to dig out your car for an hour and a half, and the tight back tires are spinning, and you wonder why. You didn't pay that extra 15000 for front-wheel drive? That kind of That's shit. <laughs> yes. Or it takes right. you an hour and a half to drive to work. But I would have no idea what to do with snow. You're right. I wouldn't even be able to drive. Like, no. If I opened the door and there was snow, I wouldn't be able to drive. No. <laughs> well, I'd be <laughs> I mean, if you lived in Greenland or some shit like that, maybe. maybe. Because then maybe you work at home and... Life is, you know, wonderful, and you have holiday and shit. That you know shit. what I'm saying? Your house is a fucking yes. windmill. Your house is a fucking windmill. Yes. You, yes. <laughs> you wear clogs and shit. Do the whole fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Living a cuckoo clog. I would get down with that. I would be down. <laughs> There'd always be smoke coming out of my chimney. <laughs> That'd be so fun. I know, right? Yeah, I'd be down for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have to, like, ready, set, go every time you're trying to leave your house. Because there's someone, like, in front of your door. So you're like, ready, set, go. <laughs> <laughs> She's never actually seen one of these things. No. I imagine it like the rotating door. Those fuckers get me so nervous. I ready, set, go, low. I'm like, tell me when to go. It's like jump rope, I you know? Double so dash. Many times <laughs> people in front of me that are like, I'm going to stop right in front of the store. Ugh. And I work at a job that that door, rotating door is a part of my life. Yeah, for sure. You, you know you got the rhythm down. You better get that motherfucker yeah. before I push you on the next one. <laughs> I swear, I will, I will get in on that. I will just pull you in with me. We're going to be like this, walking around together, holding each other. Doing the bottle? Yes. Wobbling yeah. <laughs> out with the other person. I know. Yeah, you smacking the door, smacking. <laughs> Up just grabbing me, he's like, Let's go. You know already, yeah. Yeah. Take your ass to the emergency exit. Fuck it. 
Well, that's yeah, yeah. just normal people fear, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, it's just like when big people see that turnstile thing, they're like, no. let me get everything out of my pockets and all shit. That, all that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, guys, thanks for having us. Uh, we appreciate you guys yeah, having us. We really yeah. appreciate you. You came in and brought some great was. fucking energy. I love like, it. Like, I swear, like, I wasn't even, or, like, I'm getting away from, like, the religion and yeah. kind of easing over to, like, the spirituality. So, um, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. I feel that for sure. I felt the energy shift, too. Damn, for real? And you can do yeah. this in your house with your kids. Like, you saw how easy it was. It really was just staging an egg and really giving that vessel, that intention to carry spirit that does not belong to you. Something, something invasive that is kind of holding you down. You give it that intention and boom. That's the magic you have within yourself to give egg an intention. So if you can do that with an egg... Imagine what you can do with your wallet. Imagine what you can do. You know what I mean? In the course of one day, I'm really today. I said make today feel like three, and I felt I feel that I feel like today was three days mixed into one. And I'm really grateful for that energy, and so much of it has to do with you guys because today felt feel right now feels like it didn't have anything to do with my days. It's like a yeah. whole other experience mm -hmm. in and of itself, and I really appreciate vibe like this because it's so unique, you know. Yes, uh, no, it's really awesome. We, def we definitely appreciate you coming in. And it's always so much of a pleasure to see you. We do see each other, yeah. absolutely. Um, and if people wanted to ask you anything about yourself, where can they reach you? If they have anything, any questions about spirituality, Oh, guys, please smoking. do reach out. Anything you might be dealing with, I really want to talk to you about your demons because your demons are your friends. They've been there since the beginning. They will be there till the end. So uh, please reach out to me, Tia Tosi. DM me if you want to uh, email me, tiatosicontact at gmail.com. But yeah, please let me hear from you, especially if you're a Las Vegan trying, you know, to find your way through cannabis. Um, I have a great, great relationships with so many butt tenders in so many different places that I can find you the product you need from topicals to cbn pills to whatever it is you're looking for you know reach out to me let me know what you're looking for what you need what you need i will patient consult you for free because i want hey, you to be smoking right. that weed yeah. so yeah yeah reach out guys tia tosi i'm here for all your cannabis needs how about you guys if anybody had any questions about anything we related would you like to share hey. that info you don't necessarily have to um you better talk about your eating <laughs> real quick yeah, I've been, well, I haven't been really, I've been taking a break from social media lately, but, uh, I can't remember what my name is. <laughs> oh, okay, the Bearded Tavern, yo. Is that it? Yep. The Bearded <laughs> Tavern? Yeah, because, yep. I mean. I love I'm, it. If that's it, you better not change that ever. Don't. No, that is it. Okay, so the bearded it. tavern. Yeah, the beer, I, I will like never forget that. He's been doing some tarot, bad. man. He he plays yeah. it down. He's really good at tarot. His tarot is dead accurate. So next time you guys want to have us over, we'll do some tarot. Yeah. See what I'm oh, saying, man. people? See, I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm, I'm ready for that. I told you I was I easing into it. <laughs> <laughs> people with the general. See, no, you better plug in your little ranger Rick. He's trying to be a ranger. He's learning all kinds of different things about stones right now and like rapping and like he's getting these uh, stone cards going. Come on, he's being creative. Okay, so yeah, there's like a, what I'm trying to do is just uh, make little cards for stones. So you know what each one of them is and if you ever like have one, you just pull it out. So you don't have to go through like online, figure out what to do or how to cleanse them. So you just 
have it always just ready for you. And you made that seem so small. But that's so important, no lie. Because when somebody picks up a rose quartz, they don't know there's an energy behind all those yeah. stones, yeah. right? So that's important, dude. Right? Yeah. He just came up with it. I'm like, yes, please do that. We would definitely use that. So fun. So do the segment, dude. Yeah, I was going to say we can't let you guys get out of here without you telling us what you've been smoking on. So what we've been smoking yeah, on? Yeah, we've been, you know, we're smoking on at the house oh, lately. Yeah. We've been brats, okay? First of all, brats, we've been spending way too much money on weed. No such thing. They just open an Essence down the street from us, though. It's a little too convenient. Like, it's so close to us. Um, I appreciate Desert Grown Farms. I think they okay. change their growth standards. Our tolerance is a little bit lower, so I don't need a, I don't need a heavy hitter, like a cannabiotics or anything like that. So we've been fucking with Desert Grown Lemon Meringue for Sativa. Yeah. And Cactus OG has been splendid for right the on. desert highs. Right on, right on. <laughs> yeah. You guys, uh, more flower than concentrates? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. okay. yeah. Strictly bodily for real. Are you guys all smoking the same? Oh, right now I'm living with my parents again. Uh-huh. So I'm like, whatever they're smoking, I'm smoking. Can't really smoke at home. Oh, yeah. I just have my little vape pen, hit it every now and then. Nice. And do the trick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, uh, but um, the uh, garlic cookies from Nature's Chemistry, that's been my go-to lately. Oh, nice. Yeah. I haven't had that in a million. Yeah. yeah I've been, Probably last time I was at Planet 13. I had like a quarter of it, and I've been kind of holding on to it <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. What about you, Rocky? Um, so, officially, I, in the mornings, I've been cracking out, generally cracking out on uh, that Bohemian Brothers Orange 43. Orange 43. I feel like I have to find that sucker anytime I don't have it because I feel like it gets me ready for my day. Um, Night-wise, I have some birthday face mm-hmm. by Grower Circle. Mm-hmm. Stop what you heard. Fucking Grower Circle will smack your fucking face. I love Grower Circle. Um, <laughs> that shit is really, really good. It tastes wonderful. Um, also, the OGKB2, I'm still rocking that. Um, really nice smacker roll. On that one for sure. Right on, right on. Well, appreciate you guys. You guys fucking killed it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us on. We appreciate um, you. Like we tell everybody else, open invitation. Please, anytime. Don't say that. Don't tell me twice. What are you guys doing next Sunday? What are you doing? Exactly. Man, you know, you killed it. Thank you, folks. And uh, to all the bud tenders out there. Stay high, bud tenders.